This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We love capital L-O-V-E. We don't love the Celtics, you do, but we love Keith Smith. When he joins the show, he graces us with his presence in the middle of covering the NBA Finals. Keith Smith of SpotRack joins the show right now on the Roman Guest Line. Keith, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. I got to ask you, I, I I know it's it's almost um, a weird feeling covering a team and then you look up and they're actually in the NBA Finals. It's 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 almost surreal. Um, after their performance last night, Boston, I, I saw one thing. They went, they went big. They said, you guys want to play small? We're going to go big. A lot of Grant Williams playing alongside Robert Williams. Those guys looked phenomenal last night. Everybody was just hitting on all cylinders back in Boston. How do you think they can replicate this performance moving forward? And how do you see game four playing out? Because I know the Warriors are going to make adjustments, but as well as Boston, it's all about adjustments in the postseason series. How do you see next game going and uh, just your evaluation of last night's game? Yeah, I think last night what you saw was Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were kind of themselves. They, they did what they do, but you saw all the other guys step up. And that's usually what you get at home in the postseason is the, the role players will step up. The other guys will, will figure things out. And I think the Celtics, after uh, what using Ime Udoka's words, they wilted against the physicality of the Warriors in game two. They, they were shocked by it, and they, they never really adjusted to it fully. And then they came out and they set the tone, including Jalen Brown, uh, very early on in the game. There, there were a couple plays where uh, Draymond Green had him, much like he did, Uh, in game two and Brown waved off screens and said, I'm going to take this guy one-on-one right to the rim. And that's what he did and was able to score over him a handful of times on his way to a 17 point first quarter. And then everybody who got on the floor for the Celtics really contributed in a big way on either offense, defense, or both. And, and that's what they're going to need to, to win uh, in in game four as well. Keith, since uh, January 29th, Boston following a loss is now 13 and one straight up. And if you're a better, they're now 12 and two against the spread. Um, and in the playoffs, a perfect seven and zero. What's changed for this team? Because I did, I bet them in early January to win the championship. They were still 35 to one. What in your eyes, you know, you cover the team. What's changed? Because I believe January 1st, they were two games below 500. They were 17 and 19 on the season, and then they closed 34 and 12. Now they're just two wins away from a championship. What has changed with this team? I'm sure you probably answered that question a hundred times, but it still really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, man. Yeah, definitely. So somewhere in the range of that hundred, I take the over <laughs> on that one. Um, I, I think it is 
there's a couple things. They their first thing is they say health uh, that they yeah. finally got healthy and there's truth to that for sure. And that allowed them to build that continuity and consistency, especially on the defensive end where they, you know, have really locked in and become, you know, one of the elite defenses uh, we've seen in the league probably over the last 15 to 20 years. Um, That's how good they are. But I think the other thing is it just took time for Ime Udoka's uh, philosophies to really take home or take root and, and come home for these guys. One of the things that he, he said in, in the opening press conference, he looked down the table at Brad Stevens, the guy he's replacing, the guy who just hired him, and he said, 27th and assist, Brad? Come on, man. And then he said, we're going to share the ball. We're going to move the ball. We're going to be a team that makes quick decisions. And they really do that. You see Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown doing that more than they ever did. And then when they got Derek White at the trade deadline, he was a perfect fit for what they needed as a guy who can come in and really contribute on both ends of the floor. Keith, I got kind of a two-part question for you. And Ryan, if you you allow me, I'll. I'll go ahead and ask both of these. Number one, we saw Jason Tatum grabbing at his shoulder a ton, and it, it's kind of like the ultimate mystery as to what's really wrong with him. Uh, at first, it was like a stinger, but I've never seen a stinger that lasts this long. I'm sure if you had, like, the official inside scoop, you cover the team, you would have put out some sort of information. But, like, like in your estimation of who you've been talking to, what is going on? Because some of his jump shots look money. It looks like the old Jason Tatum. Others are like not even close, and then he's grabbing at the shoulder. It looks like it's clearly bothering him. What what's going on there? Yeah, no one's saying it's anything more than a stinger. A couple times uh, you've heard it re- referred to as that there's a bruise uh, there, which is you know maybe that's what's going on because it does seem to come and go. It, it seems if he if he gets you know bumped or pulled or you know whacked on that shoulder or arm, then then it bothers him for at least the next couple of minutes. But at other times he he seems fine. To to his credit, he's not using it as any kind of excuse. He's been given the opportunity uh, several times since he got hurt against Miami, and he has said no. If I'm out there, you know I need to be out there to play. So he's not using it as a, any kind of out or anything like that. So Keith, I I, I hear that, and with that being the case. I look at him now at BetMGM, Jason Tatum, plus 115 to win finals MVP. He is now the favorite over Steph Curry. Now, you know this goes, you know, if, if the Warriors win tomorrow, Steph will probably leapfrog and be plus 115. Tatum will be moved to second. But what do you think about Jalen Brown here on this board? He's plus 300. Like, do you, how how legitimate do you think uh, his case might be if Boston does pull this off for finals MVP? Yeah, I, I think it's really legitimate. I think if, you know, it's, silly to even entertain it, but if we were picking it after three games, I would probably pick Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. I think he's been uh, the Celtics' uh, most consistent player through through these three games. And, and that's, you know, Jason Tatum was couldn't hit a shot in game one, but really made a, some great plays as a passer, which is good to see because that's something they've been challenging him to do uh, for a while now, is impact the game when his shot's not falling. Then in game two, we saw him kind of get his shot going, um, but he had a lot of turnovers and he just was a little bit sloppy. In game three, he kind of played his best all-around game, but that's just kind of bringing him up to where, where Brown has been. I think, I think you know, if you can get you know good odds on that, if they win, there's a chance Jalen Brown's going to win this. A, so. a, a guy that's not going to win finals MVP, but if I had a vote, um, I'd probably vote for him after what I saw last night, and I've been obsessed with him all season long. I love Robert Williams. I think if he's fully healthy, if he plays 82 games, I would argue he was the defensive player of the year, and I love Marcus Smartman. 
But he was so important last night. How underrated does he continue to be? And how healthy is he right now? Because he's questionable every night. We're asking, is he even going to play? And last night, he was dominant. I thought he was the most important player on the floor. That one block was a goaltend on Steph, but I'm, I'm splitting hairs because I needed money on Golden State, and I did not get it. Go ahead, Keith. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't know. Once you send it in about the eighth row, I think you you are in the block. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, – Yeah, I mean, Rob is so important to this team. What he does is he takes them from a very good defense to an excellent kind of almost even, uh, you know, all-time recent great defense. He he lifts them on that end. There's a play, I put it on my Twitter timeline, where he contests Jordan Poole at the arc, recovers back to his man um, at at the basket area all the way on the other side. And then he comes back to the middle and blocks a floater in the middle of the lane. There's nobody else who's doing that right now as far as, you know, the level of responsibility. You actually saw Ime Udoka go to him um, in the pick and roll game against Stephen Curry because he was getting up on him and making it uncomfortable. And, I, and no less an authority than Curry himself today said in, in media availability uh, that, that Williams is a difference maker. And he said, even when he's not right there, you know he's around. And you're always kind of looking to see where he is. And when you have guys that are you know able to impact the game like that, that changes everything because it allows everybody else to do what they do that much better. So absolutely, you know, I, I think – if he can stay healthy, he's definitely yeah. a future uh, defensive player of the year for sure. We are joined by Keith Smith on the Roman Guest Line. Reminder, you can get our full conversation with Keith, who knows more about Boston than anybody, on our podcast feed. Download the Odyssey app. Well, yeah, Ryan, you got to get your Boston stuff up, too, since you claim to be there from there now. Just us, Keith. Us against the world right now, man. <laughs> Keith, t- <laughs> tomorrow at 9 o'clock and in, 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 uh, a little bit of background, he has a 35-1 to 1 ticket on the Boston Celtics to win it all, so he is feeling like he's on top of the world right now, so it's hard to keep him in his seat. Keith, tomorrow, yeah. uh, Boston, they're three-and-a-half point favorites. Now, I think uh, uh, the, the overwhelming feeling I have gotten so far uh, with talking to people and just seeing like some reaction on social media and just talking to people in real life is no way Golden State doesn't get one in Boston. Mm. But Boston looked crazy. The fan base was crazy last night. The crowd was rocking. And when Jalen Brown is in that attack mode coming downhill and just in his back, he's attacking Draymond. He took advantage of Draymond last night. I mean, it wasn't even close. Like, how do you imagine this? game going if you had to make a bet Keith I don't know if you're a betting man but if you had to play some money tomorrow do you think the Celtics win this game by four points do you think they win this game but not by four points how do you think tomorrow plays out yeah I think the Celtics have a great chance to win tomorrow when when I was mapping out the series I picked Celtics in six and then you Mm -hmm. start thinking about all right what's the path to that and in the path I had was win one of two in the Bay Area which they did then win them both at home. And then the game five gives you that cushion. If, if you lose on the road, so be it. You lose and then you move back back home and try to close it out in six. And, and I think the Warriors were I, – I generally don't think all that much about home court advantage. It's not something I spend a lot of time focused on. But when the Warriors continually brought up things that, they, you know, whether it was they didn't like the language that was being used, which is absolutely ridiculous and they you know, grow up, the yeah. grown-ups. Um, but I think it is um, – they, they were clearly bothered by, by the environment there. They had some guys who they were pretty wide eyed at, at times. And there's, you know, there, there's now some stuff going on about, man, these guys were, you know, uh, they're, they're you know, yelling at us when we're getting on the bus and when we're going to lunch and all these other things. I mean, Celtics fans are among the most passionate in the league and they go a little over the top sometimes for sure. But I, I think the Celtics have a really good chance here. These, these games have been close at halftime. And then it's that third quarter. As mm-hmm. long as Boston either goes in with enough of a lead 
of which which they kind of did in um or they, they rebounded from rather in game one and then in game three what they did was they actually finished the third quarter pretty strong they got a few baskets down down the stretch there to kind of rebalance things and that put themselves in a really really good place to have that big fourth quarter we've seen the warriors look like they completely have run out of gas in these fourth quarters i think steve kerr is searching a little bit for for the right guys who can play my, my biggest takeaway of this warriors group versus kind of dynastic warriors is they are. They have a lot of one-way players. They have guys who are really good defenders, and they have guys who are really good on offense. They don't have a lot of two-way players like they used to have. Keith, before we get you out of here, I think I want to start something. We got like sixty seconds left. What's what are you watching right now at home? Like Netflix, Hulu. Like, is there anything that's really just jumping off the the page at you? What are you watching? Oh, man, we. So this is awful, and it's absolute trash <laughs> television. But my wife and I'm I in. love the Below Deck series. Yes. Uh, the, the, the super yacht. It is complete garbage <laughs> television. I'm ashamed to admit it, but we love every version of that show and we can't get enough of it. Our producer Cam started jumping up and down. Our so I'm producer guessing he's, is, a, he's a fan too. He's so giddy over it. He just yelled as soon as you said that. He almost gave you a standing ovation. So I think we got to check out Below Deck. We are all for bad but good television. So we're gonna we're gonna check that out tonight. Keith, thank you so much for joining the show, brother. Can't wait to talk to you soon and continue enjoying covering a team that might win the NBA Finals. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Our guy, Keith Smith, joining us on the Roman Guest Line. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.